flexible idea. So my first flexible idea was a letter to my younger self, and I had a group of teachers, um, predominantly in the Philippines as well as in other countries, write to themselves, like, what would, advice would you give to your younger self in Padlet? It's going to pop up here, but that was part of um, a series. I think we did about 11 uh, Facebook Lives uh, on this different social-emotional learning topics, and I started to use Padlet as a place for basically brainstorming. And you can see here the other teachers ran with the idea and used it with their classes. Um, and you can see it's filled with people writing and uh, sharing about themselves. So I started to realize that it's like a powerful tool for sharing that could be social and academic uh, simultaneously. So I, I don't know how many of these you want me to go through, Jenna, but as you can see, there's a lot. Um, uh -huh. I won't yeah. go through all of them, but yeah. When you say with your, like, are you, you doing some of these with your students that you worked with in Mauritius? Let me think, have I done this with Mauritian students? No, I've done this after my fellowship ended. And I started offering trainings online just as a volunteering te teacher. So I, for instance, I did a training with teachers in, I'm trying to find a good one. Well, we were part of this initiative um, through the grapevine of teachers that I'm connected with uh, to translate a poem by a South African poet. And oh, there was, awesome. yeah, there was about 10 of us translating it. So then, after we did the translation, uh, this part never really fruitioned 100%, but it was the beginning of it, is how do you uh, make a teaching activity out of something that you've done? So I, I said, well, Padlet is amazing for that. So I started helping different teachers to create Padlets for their classes. Uh, more or less, that's what I did for a couple of teachers in that initiative. Amazing. I've used it for podcasting a lot um, when I've given trainings because I haven't explained it to the listeners yet, but I like to explain Padlet as a, as a whiteboard, but a digital whiteboard. And on it, you can put anything that you want, a video, a picture, a resource, an audio, a screen sharing, uh, and you can organize your resources in different ways based on how you want to present it. So some presentations can be um, very, I would say, in columns. So it's very clear. This is this column. This is about that. This is that column. It's about that. And other presentations can take a format of more of a grid. So let me see. I have one here with my students presently who are in high school that I am using it with. So I have used it with them recently where they had to present. Oh, yeah. I remember you showed me. This is awesome. Yeah. Let me see if I can find it. Boop. Nope, there it is. They had to present. Uh, so I'm also using it to organize my classes. So this is chapter one, section one, chapter two, section two. So that's more of like a, you just post and it goes in order. So it's not in columns. And then when you click on one, it takes you to uh, all of my students' presentations oh, wow. on um, what they've learned about the early American migrations and nomads. Uh, who came to the states and, or to, to you know this region, Western Hemisphere, and then I'm gonna do the same thing for the next chapter and the next chapter, and 
I think teaching, at least for me, uh, Jenna, involves a lot of routines. And I think it's also like life. You know, if you're in life and you're in flow, you're organized and you are using routines in a very intentional way. And I know that when I do intentional routines in my own life, my life flows. <laughs> and when I do intentional routines in my classes, the class flows. And if it's kind of just do how you feel, it doesn't really flow properly. <laughs> it's, you know, there you need spontaneity with structure. So more or less palette has given me a lot of structure, but also spontaneity. I, I could keep going. I mean, I have a lot. Like I did one in Mauritius. Why don't you tell, tell us, for teachers who have never used a Padlet before, how do you get started? Beautiful. So the first step that you do is you go to Google and you just search Padlet. And then once you have it, it says here, Padlet, you are beautiful. You need to log in. Now Padlet allows you four sites. They're basically building websites for you on the spot. Um, so you would sign up, you would choose the free option, and after you do the free option, you would be able to press make a Padlet, join a Padlet, or gallery. So if you're like having a lack of creative ideas, you can click gallery. And I love this because uh, you can see so many ideas of other teachers or people who are not teachers who are using this as an as a basically a, a way to make a website so you can choose someone's idea obviously you'd give them credit so this person has a weekly schedule and you could click remake and you could remake it and you can use their structure uh, in whatever you want to teach or whatever you want to do you know I've seen people put resumes on this or experiences and uh, so that's one option i'm not seeing i'm not seeing are you you're showing us um i'm still seeing yours it says global stories mauritius so i'm obviously not sharing the right thing let me try to reshare it because i'm seeing it i'm seeing it but you're not uh so yeah i was saying that you go to google you search for padlet you create a login and after it will bring you to your dashboard and on your dashboard, you can make a Padlet, which means create your own, and you can organize your Padlets into folders, which I've done here. You can join someone else's Padlet, which means you'd click here and you'd put their link. Or if you don't know anyone, uh, you would click Gallery. And Gallery will give you many uh, samples of people in the Padlet community. It's not only about teaching, it's just about creating your own website, basically. Uh, but it's a site that is very interactive. <laughs> so that's more or less what I would advise people to start off. And then I would also say go to Google and search for you know sample Padlets because after you find someone's Padlet who you really like, and I like this site here because it has 76 samples, you say you really wanna do something on a certain topic and you see one that you really like, such as mm, a class homepage. Oh, I love this one because I'm teaching history too. So I would open it up. And it's not allowing me right now. But I would open it and then I could remake it. So I don't know. This one's a class feedback one. Whoop. 
not sure why they're not allowing me. But anyway, that's what you can do. And then you can remake other people's ideas and put your... See what's saying right there? You can put your flow onto how you want to redo what they're doing. So it's a way of sharing with a community of people. And um, yeah, then after you put content on it, students can interact with each other. I love that there are already... Um, that you can you can borrow from other teachers. I love when you can not you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can build on something that somebody else has done. Borrow their idea and make it work for your class. Yeah, you can see here this person had a class feedback one. You just class click remake. When I was telling this to Glenn, she said, "Well, you have to give them credit because you know uh, it's not your ideas, someone else's." And I agree. Uh, so yeah, but it's it's a great way, and I think we're all. I don't think we have a lack of resources. There's too many resources online, but knowing how to use them appropriately for what you need to do in a kind of mic microscopic or you know like the way a scalpel, you don't want to just cut the whole organ. You want to cut around the organ. So that's like whatever you want to teach with language. How am I gonna cut around the person's brain, or you know, so that I can be precise. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that's what we're trying to do with TTLT is we're trying to show teachers that there's so much out there that we just want to focus them in on this is this is one way to do it. So just kind of we know that it's kind of overwhelming all of the opportunities and the possibilities out there. So, um, yeah, so we want to show them like this is just to narrow it down for you. This is one way. <laughs> OK, yeah, it's overwhelming. The amount of resources, and then even for me, that's why I like collaborating, like we're doing right now, or I collaborate with another teacher, because there's a whole other, there's different initiatives I'm part of, but one of them is training teachers. Uh, we got this grant from, I think it's the Pan American Foundation. It's, it's basically, it's not even for us, but it's actually to help fund and support teachers around the world in getting digital literacy skills. And because I work with someone else, they help me, uh, they structure a lot. I would just say they're very, some people are more structured and others are more creative. Mm -hmm. So I'm more on the creativity end and my friend is more on the structure end. So both of us together, it's the right combination. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're working with students when you say you're, you have the Pan American grant, this is the webinars that you're doing? With the yes, exactly. Um, so they is this something anybody can join or anybody can watch or is it just for the students the teachers involved with that grant yeah you know I've, I've been encouraging other people who are friends to join but we've created and i've done this before uh i use my learning management system as facebook <laughs> and okay. i created a closed facebook group and inside of it we have 50 members who are the 50 people who are accepted to our program and mm -hmm. they're learning about emotional, social and emotional intelligence and community building and digital literacy. So digital oh, literacy wow. to build communities that are more socially and emotionally intelligent. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's really exciting and uh, it really keeps me going. So you, you can, uh, can you see what I'm sharing with you right now or no? No, you're not sharing. So I think I'm sharing with you as I'm talking. So that makes me feel like really alive, but then I can't, you can't join. So Facebook is my learning management system. There we, go. we have 50 members and every week we meet twice a week and we 
talk about different digital literacy techniques for resiliency because we got a grant for resiliency. And this week we taught everyone about how to make podcasts and they had to interview people in their countries, Senegal, Egypt, um, Panama, Philippines. uh, And they had to find out about challenges facing someone in their community. And then they had to post it in a pat in in a podcast. So we had about I don't know ten or twelve podcasts created, and this week it's every week is a different kind of task to help them build their own knowledge, to eventually practice using this with their classes. Is this week they're gonna start creating a, a Padlet to share a resource that they want to talk about, and then they're gonna have to find someone else in our group that wants to talk about a similar topic. And we're using Padlet for brainstorming. And then after they brainstorm, they have to share with each other their ideas and find someone they're going to create another podcast with. Um, Yeah. That's really awesome. It's so amazing you're doing all this. But again, I think this this 50 groups of teachers, it's just for them. It's not something that other teachers could join. They can join. We only have two more weeks. I would love anyone to join. I'll send you the link, and I want more people to come. I mean, we're really near the end of the program. It was a 10-week cycle. Uh, Anyone who wants to come can come. Are you doing it again? Uh, If I get funded again, sure. It was a lot, though, and I think what made it easier was having a person to co-teach with. Because, you know, when you do things alone, um, I mean, I can do a lot alone, but I do kind of drain myself. But if, so this is the potential. Anyway, I, because I'm collaborating with him and it, it keeps me motivated. So now these are all the resources that people have posted. And now they're going to have to figure out who they want to collaborate with. Uh, and these were the podcasts that they already created this week. That's amazing. Yeah. You guys are doing so much. That's really fabulous. I I mean it it feeds me like crazy, uh, because I, I mean working is good, but I mean, these types of things where you really get to, deeply connect with people, it feeds you in a whole other way. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, and you're using podcasts with all of it. I love that. Okay. Um, can you give us um a specific example of an activity that you've done like I. I think you talked about earlier about one that you did on phrasal verbs. Was that with students or was that with teachers or both? Yeah, I will tell you. I just want one second. Tu peux essayer de parler un peu moins fort parce que je fais une interview et tu cries ici. Tu es en train de crier beaucoup. I would love... C'est difficile. Mon père, il parle trop fort. Chez nous, on parle français. Alright, so when I'm excited about something, it's like electricity. So, and I can't get that all the time, but I really aspire that. So I found a job about a month ago, about a block from my home, teaching adults ESL. And these are the adults, you can see them. I did the same approach. I created a Facebook group, so all of our lessons are accessible there. So you asked me, how am I using Padlet in my adult education class? So I just first will show you. 
We chose the topic. Okay. I think here's, can you reshare? Because it looks like it's frozen again. Yeah, I got to figure out why that never works. I wasn't seeing what, what you were talking about. There we go. So I created a class on Facebook. First step, closed uh -huh. group. This is where I post videos of the class and pictures. Second step was we chose a topic. So the topic I said, well, I mean, they gave me a book here to use a curriculum and I probably should start doing it. Uh, but I also feel driven by my creativity. So when I get creative, uh, there's a lot more back and forth and that pushes me to produce more for the teachers or the, the students. So the basic approach that I used was I would teach first students the general uses of phrasal verbs with one verb, such as go. And then after I did that, they would write in their notebook, right, on paper. Examples of how they would use the phrasal verb go or take. And then I would give them feedback on the paper or directly inside of this Padlet. And what happens in Padlet, when you have teachers log or students log in, see how she logged in, I can see her name, then she can start writing her, her work. And then as she's writing it, because I am you could say the master of this Padlet because I'm the administer, I, or administrator. I can go into it and give her edits and give her feedback and say, no, this is how you write it. And this is all happening live. And the reason I'm doing this is half of the people are at home and half of them are with me in the building where I'm teaching. That's quite a challenge. It is, but I'm starting to hit the flow with it because I'm already doing that with my high school students. And it is really hard, but I mean, I've been doing it for two months now, and I think it's a new skill set that I have now. But it is hard. Don't get me wrong. And especially with kids, is another topic, when they're not paying attention, it takes a lot of, you have to be like calming yourself when you want them to like pay attention, but you can see they're having conversations with other people, or listening to music, or playing video games because their head is like this. And the control in me wants to be in control but the other part says I have to be more stimulating and engaging to them than whatever is around them in order to keep them paying attention so after they write it I would give them feedback um, writing it or fixing it or telling them what they need to fit change and then they would create videos so that's more or less what they do every week in my adult ed class and I just love it because I feel electrified. I was going to try to play one for you. But you know, when you feel Jenna, electrified by what you do, you do more of it. Hi, I'm Kay from Japan. And today, um, I will show you to use Lang and Go in different ways. I used to run away from my homework until recently. I ran into many problems recently. So that's the, the the little vibe of the flow of writing practice, speaking practice. That's awesome. I love it. That's really cool. It fills my heart. I love that you're using it in so many interactive ways. And you're right. It's difficult to keep students' attention online. We have to be as engaging as possible. I mean, we're fighting. It's hard for me to pay attention, Jenna, online. I, If 
fine. If I don't have a reason to pay attention, I won't. <laughs> yeah. Here, I'm going to try to not cough in you, into the mic anymore. <coughs> fine. I could go on and on. You could see how passionate I am about Padlet. It's like, but isn't that nice? I'm, there are things in your life I can see about how orderly you are. That you know, <coughs> you start doing it, it fills you. And it fills your heart and you keep doing it, right? That's all. So what are some things that you wish you had known when you first started using Padlet? What do you think, what can you do to help teachers start? I think for me, uh, my creativity is mine, right? No one can take that from me. But sometimes we're not as inspired or excited to teach uh, and that's okay. And I think that's where we have to reach out to people. And if we don't know anyone using Padlet, we have, you know, Mr. Google or Miss Google or, you know, whatever gender you want to put to it. <laughs> and there's so much in there. But I think what's hard is that when you're looking for something and you can't find what you're looking for, you have to create it. And that's where it doesn't matter whose ideas you may be borrowing or your own. If you're not uh, being creative, it's very hard for learning to happen authentically. So like you could take any textbook and throw it in front of someone, but you know, the art of teaching involves, uh, and I was reading about it, that you know, every student has a specific need. <laughs> so I think for me, the number one need is being inspired. <laughs> so if I'm inspired and excited, I'm more likely to, uh, instill that inside of my students. So if someone is really worried or I can't do this, cause you know, for a couple of months I was showing teachers how to use different technology, technology tools for teaching, but I wasn't actually in the classroom and you, you can't teach something unless you're actually thrown in the fire of it, if that makes sense. So I was doing my thing and explaining things that were helpful, but it's not the same. You know what I mean, Jenna? There's a lot of people yeah, who could I talk. Do. You're not in it. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. There's a lot of people who could talk about things, but I think the number one thing is seeing constantly what does and doesn't work and um, being okay with changing. If you're, you know, looking for one way of doing something, then you're going to be really frustrated. <laughs> so that's my number one suggestion. And when you find something that works, you got to do it. But, uh, I guess you got, I mean, that's some of the teachers I'm working with. He's saying, I'm doing the same thing over and over until they get it. <laughs> Which is okay, but it's, very helpful. it's, it could be boring. So it's like, you need variation with regularity. I don't know if that makes sense, but. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So if they're not, if it's something they need to learn and they, then you need to keep um, teaching that, keep teaching that thing. That's what you're trying to say. It's something they need to know and they don't get it, then you have to think of how to keep teaching it to them in a variety of ways so that they, until something clicks. Yeah, and if things aren't clicking, uh, I think that's our job as teachers to look at ourselves and not be angry at yourself, but to say, okay, well, I'm not seeing this or I haven't developed this in myself. And, um, you know, the kids are going to be kids, adults, learners will be adult learners, teachers will be teachers, but the only thing we can really manage is ourselves. So if that's the, that's the point. So 
in one sentence, explore what you're passionate about. And if it's something isn't working, be willing to, you know, press the reverse in whatever you're driving. Excellent. Metaphor. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you want to tell us about Padlet? I think you've told, I think you've answered most of my questions, but if there's anything else you want to add, go for it. I will just look. I think that there's a lot of new ideas that I just came up with recently. And one could be, you can easily make a quiz out of a Padlet. Oh, great. Uh, and the way you can do that, I'll just show this, is when you're posting something, uh, when you go to the end, this is how you set it up. You press, you know, make Padlet, and then it asks you a title, description. I like to change my website title or the link so it's not some crazy letters and numbers and then at the, below it asks require approval not seeing anything yet can you try again yeah it just says armin is starting screen share but we it never finished the screen share i wonder why because i'm clicking google chrome every time let's see right now can you see now there we go now so, i got it so um you press start padlet next and you come to the bottom, require approval. So upon doing that, that means everyone's post will not be visible to anyone else. And you can do it as an assessment tool um, at the end of a lesson. And no one would see anyone else's answers. So it's a quiz. And then you can also give grades. Right, I'm going to start one to five. You're going to get five points or something. Or I just straight grade it out of 100. So you can use this for quizzes. Uh, so it's not only collaborative, but it could also be individual. Uh, so that's what I was going to share. I just discovered, I, I thought of that idea two days ago when I was presenting on it. So I'm constantly creating new ideas with this as I go. So yeah. That's all, so all you have to do is click require approval and then anything they post, no one, no one else can see? Except for you. That's awesome. I love that. You have a quiz and right so there. So they can like upload a video response or any writing, anything, and then you're the only one who sees it. I actually think that uh, I'm going to make this part of my quiz this week. I just realized it because I was using this before. Um, so what I've been finding kind of challenging is streamlining. So if I have people at home, people at in school, and I want everyone to turn everything in. <laughs> And it's kind of happening, kind of not. So this could just be the last step in my quiz because I'm doing these online Google Form quizzes. Uh, it could be there. The Google Form could just be the quiz in here. And then after, the last thing is click this link, present everything that you've learned uh, you know, for your quiz grade or something. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. But then you're right. They wouldn't see each other's work. So yeah. That's fabulous. And I think that's, and so, and so you can put your Google form in the Padlet as well, the link to the Google form. Anything you want to put on the internet, you can put here. That's fabulous. Anything that you want, you put into it. And um, what I find challenging is organizing it in a way so people can follow your train of thought. So the best way is columns. You can make first column, second, third. Um for organizing people but if you're just using it for people interacting the best way is a, an option called grid so there's a lot of options for how you can organize the visual aspect of it discard and close i don't need this yeah 
and other ideas, online exchanges, um, where I had done something with resilient teaching for, no, resilient women. I mean, I have a lot of these, but one was about how women are resilient, and then the students who I was working with were from Gujarat, India, and they had to interview a woman in their in their community. And then after they interviewed them, they um, created like flip books and then little presentations on it. Um, yeah, and there were women from Uzbekistan, Brazil, India, and the Philippines, all young girls. I mean, I, I was basically doing fellow or specialist things just on my own because I didn't have that kind of a position. But I said, you know, I'm more than capable of doing a lot and that's what I'm going to do. And I didn't mention it, but have it, you can press plus and then I can press the three little magical dots and I can upload an image or a link, search for images, snap a picture of myself, take a video, voice record, screen record, draw something out of place or link it to my own Padlet. So you can just basically put anything you want on these and they're amazing. So that's it. I think that's, I think that's, that's enough. Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And so, and then of course, when you do the workshop, you go into a lot of those things in more detail, right? I need to actually, I think that I just gave a workshop to like 35 people in Panama and I didn't. And I think that that would have been really helpful because I just assumed they knew about it and I will do that. So I actually, you'll look at my presentation and you'll tell me what I'm missing <laughs> because for, you know, when you're doing something, like, you know, when I speak a language. But to teach a language is a whole other skill. <laughs> so it's the same it thing. Like I, it's the same with all the online stuff. Like I'm, it's I'm already swimming in it for like half a year. <laughs> so I need to kind of go step by step, and that's because I'm I'm very fast. So I will do that whenever the workshop is. We'll make things very step by step, and I won't do as many topics. I'll just do one, but let people see all the options, and the options are better on a computer than on a phone. So I'll just say that much. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I, when you do things on the laptop version, you see a lot more. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I, I have found the more you go, just you know, basic step by step with with everyone, mm-hmm. then the the more they're then they can once they get the basics, then they can kind of go with it on their own. But making sure they understand all the basic steps is the key. Yeah, I missed it. Someone even said to me, he said, well, he's still complimenting. He said, you're such a good teacher, but in the beginning, he said. I didn't know how to um, post, and you have to. The, the key thing with posting is pressing that little cross, the pink cross, and I just assumed that it was, you know. Um, but so you're right. Something so basic, and I think as teachers, we're constantly missing those things for our students. So I don't. I've been learning how to not go forward unless everyone's with me, and I still didn't get everyone with me in that workshop. But it's it's okay. It's part of the learning process, but. You, you know what I mean? We're always going forward and we're missing most of the people who we're trying to teach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the key is to make sure that we don't go too, we don't go too fast and lose our, our people, right? <laughs> 100%. Okay. All right. And so um, the other topics that we have in here, um, you tell me if you want to talk about them now or we can do it another day. We have podcasting. Do you want to talk about that now or later? Uh, yeah, I could give you a quick overview. I don't know if it'll be a whole pod, like a whole thing. I mean, you don't, if you don't want to talk about it now, we can do it later. It's not a problem. Yeah, I want to be a little fresher. online teaching. Yeah, I want to be a little fresher. 
Although I think I did pretty well considering that I'm tired, but. Okay. So um, the, I'll just do the wrap up questions. No worries. That's fine. Okay. So what projects are you working on right now, Armin? Well, I told you the digital literacy grant. We have two more weeks left of it. And mm-hmm. uh, by the end of it, we'll hopefully be sending teachers uh, some payment for the work that they've done. Also sending wow. them uh, access to an administrator kind of Zoom account. They can do more with it. I'm going to add them to my Loom account. I have Loom is for screen recording. And right. we're going to have them give workshops to their teachers in their countries. So that's pretty exciting. Can I think of anything else? I'm really into, um, I can even say this, teaching breathing techniques to students. So I've been doing that in Portuguese. I kind of slowed down a bit. And that before I was really, I'm also into American Sign Language. I'm, I'm kind of into a lot of things. I can just <laughs> say this much. Like, so I was taking, I was creating songs and for teaching English and American Sign Language with my own melodies and that was just amazing and then I slowed down when I started doing too many online workshops but I I still love that Uh, I was also taking books and putting them to rap music and uh I started a YouTube channel on that (laughs) I kind of slowed down on these things channel wait hold on you have a YouTube channel where you rap books yeah It, it was actually in a book I actually was published you don't know if you heard of Corvin Corwin, they published part of my work in this book, Distance Learning Playbook, and I'm going to present in a conference in early November for um, teachers in Egypt and all over the world, like connected with them. So I'm pretty excited. This is like the little moments, but yeah, that's going to happen in November. That's amazing. When in November? I think the 4th or the 4th to the 6th. Anyway, yeah. November 4th or 6th, and you're going to give a presentation for, for which conference? I can just send you the link. It's called Beyond Beyond the App. Okay. And it's about teaching That's beyond awesome. the app. Yeah. I'll have to send me the link, definitely. I'll put it on my website. Like I, Probably this won't air before that happens, but if we can still tell people about it on, on the website and in our um, teaching group. Yeah, it's it's going to be cool. And I can send you the invite. I think I'm pretty sure it's free. And um, there's going to be about 15 or 20 trainers so, from around the world. That sounds awesome. So let me get this right. In this um, thing, you read some, you read uh, a book and you, and you rap about it. Tell, let's explain, explain this to me. Sure. I haven't done it for a while, but I'm really passionate about um, hip hop. The screen share didn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's not working sometimes. So I'm really passionate about hip hop. And I would play a beat of music. Mm-hmm. And then I would... But the screen share didn't work. Can you try again? Yeah, I keep clicking it. How about now? Nope. It's weird. I don't know why it's not working anymore. Try that... again. It's weird. But anyway. There we go. Uh, All right. Not bad. I have 134 subscribers, I guess, because they put me in this book. And I haven't really touched it, as you can see, for two months, which is really not good because I've just been working a lot. But I have a lot of creativity in me. So I would... Oh, I love this book, Good Night Moon. There's, there's also... So anyway, I would wrap these books to music. 
and um, maybe it can give you a little flavor. It was lovely. I loved it. This is definitely one of my top favorite books. My mom read this to me as a kid. My mom would read it to me most nights. Say in Armenian, and I wanted to read it to you. Is there something that you had read to you when you were young? So start with reflection. Reflection questions in the beginning. In the great green room, there was a telephone. And a red balloon. And a picture of... So I just go into it. And I just sing it and rap it. And I have music going. And I just bliss out. Good night, moon. As I hit this... Good night, cow. Jumping over the moon. Good, 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 good. Good night, moon. Good night, light. And the red balloon. Good night, bears. Good night, all of these chairs. Yeah, it's fun. I loved it. That is awesome. I absolutely love it, Armin. <laughs> I want to keep doing it. Lead. This is so cool. I want to keep doing <laughs> it. I have so many bubbling creative ideas, Jenna. I think that sometimes I do too many things and it doesn't allow me to, to give it all the attention, but I, I love it. I love doing it. I have to say that I love your t-shirt too in that one. I, because you have the same <laughs> thing on your mug. <laughs> yes, I have... I have that. I have that T-shirt too. I love. I love it. And if you saw, I have the same T-shirt in a lot of these pictures because one day I just went nuts and did like ten or fifteen books in one day. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this is, this is it. So yeah, that that's that is such a great project. Oh, we could do a whole episode just on those. That would be amazing. Right, yeah, yeah, sample them. So- yeah, we'll have to do that in the future. I really love that. That's so awesome. Okay, so uh, where can teachers find you? I think that uh, Armin Mauritius on Facebook, uh, as well as on Instagram and on Anchor, because I also have a podcast of about 95. <laughs> I'm like you, I'm really hardcore when I do something, but then I may not. Anyway, I have like about 95 interviews uh, with teachers around the world. Um, wow. Not all of them are without teachers. Some of them are more monologue reflections, but I'm, I think those are the main places. Yeah. Okay. And so we're going to put all of the links in the notes for all of your, all the places that people can find you so that they, if they have any questions or comments or they want to learn more from you, they can go to all of those places. Okay. And, um, and also you said you're going to do a workshop with us for, for TTLT. You're going to do a workshop on Padlets on December 5th, right? I can't wait. I'm ready. And then maybe yeah, so diff- teachers can ask me, excuse me, I was going to say what they want to know how to do. Cause I, I, I guess you see what I mean. Do they want their kids speaking or you, maybe we can get people to share before what is it they want to learn how to do with Padlet? They may not do they they don't know what it is, right? Um, some of them may have tried or some and others will have not. So um you'll you usually I mean most of our teachers will get some who are completely new to new to a thing and then others that are coming to just try to become better at, at using it. So it's a, going to be a full range, I believe, at the workshop. 
I'm ready for whatever it is. They don't even need to make comments. We'll just get, we'll just make, we'll just mystify them. I can't wait. I, it's, I think it's going to be amazing. So again, this workshop is going to be December 5th yes. at 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time for you, which is 2 p.m. Um, GMT or UTC, if you want to call it UTC, GMT. But um, so it's going to be 2 p.m. Um, UTC or GMT and 10 a.m. for you, which I think is going to be a great time on a Saturday for many people. Let's do it. And it'll be 10 p.m. Let's in the Philippines. Let's do it. We can even get we can get Bryant and Glenn. We'll get the Philippines team involved. I would love to get them in. Yes, I, I love. I'm them. really excited. They, yeah, they I've, push I've, me. I've got Bryant, huh? I was gonna say they're what? so inspiring. They are inspiring. They're so inspiring. Yeah, yeah. and um, we ha- we've had Bryant on for like at least two episodes, probably three or four. I, I love him. He just, he has so much he wants to share. He's great. We, we feed off of each other's uh, energy, which is really nice. And I think those are the kinds of teaching relationships and friendships that we want for our, our lives, you know? So. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I am really excited about all the things that you shared today. This is going to be amazing and very excited about the workshop that you're going to do on December 5th. That's going to be fabulous. And um, yeah, thank you so much for taking time to meet with us with, uh, here on TTLT. And um, I hope you have a great day. Thank you. It's time to relax. And I can't wait, Jenna, and uh, have an amazing day, everyone who's listening. Okay, thanks. Bye, Armin. Peace. You can stay as long as you want now. That's uh, that's the end. <laughs> but I mean, we can talk about anything you want, but that that's where I'll end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. I think it was good.